1: You're listening to the Jason Greger Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Experience all
2: the excitement of the casino on your desktop or mobile device at PlayAlberta.ca. Sign up and receive a $50 welcome bonus using the promo code CASINO50. Joins us, Pat, I guess, can you you update us on the Seth Jones injury? Uh, What happened in the game?
0: Yeah, he got dinged up uh, against Washington on Sunday, and it's, they're, terming it upper body. Looks like it could be a shoulder. Uh, he did not make the trip. You mentioned Kevin Korczynski; He's out dealing with family matters. So it's it's four rookies on the back end for the Hawks and, and two veterans, Murphy and Zaitsev. So it looks like um, uphill sledding for the, the Blackhawks as they try to to slow down the juggernaut Oilers.
2: Yeah, like the Orders the Orders are the team that people expected them to be at the start of the year. They obviously uh, struggled out of the gate immensely, three, nine, and one, but uh since the coaching change and I think a little bit of a change from the players focus, they've been rolling. And when when you put in basically four rookie defenders, Pat, I don't care who you're playing, but when you're playing the team that's been the number one offensive team in the league for last month, it it's just it's hard to ask rookie guys to defend some of the best players in the
0: world. No question, and you know this this team is uh, is trying to you know pick up a system. They're trying to develop on the fly, and uh, it doesn't it's not a recipe for success to have them all doing it together. Uh, the, the special teams has been rough this year. I don't know who you're probably going to see Alex Vlasic, a rookie quarterback. The the power play one for the Hawks. And then maybe another rookie, in Isaac Phillips, uh, quarterback in the other unit. So, it, look, it's it's going to be a, a tough night for them. Peter Morazic, who has been he's been fantastic this year. He's finally healthy. He picked up a shutout last week. Should have had two in a row. He seems to found uh, some of the the moe he had in, in Detroit, and uh, and he's he's been stellar. You know, making up for some of the defensive lapses that you've seen out there, but you know, this this year's all about Connor, and it's about Bedard developing, and and which young players are going to be along for the ride, and so far that has been that has gone exceptionally well. Uh, watching ninety eight on a nightly basis.
2: Well, and and that's, I think, the uh well, the sales pitch from the Blackhawks organization. And, you know, their fans, Chicago fans have no reason to be impatient. They won three uh, Stanley Cups in a five-year span here in the last 13 years. I think the, they'll be okay uh for a while, for sure. Uh, and then you get Bedard, which is, uh, you know, it's, to me, it's like, you know, Patrick Kane all over again. The difference is you don't have Taves and Keith and Seabrook to go with them. That's going to be their challenge now. So... When you look at, at the supporting cast of Bedard, and I know they had a plan, and I actually like their plan. You bring in veteran guys. Yeah, you overpay Felino and Perry, you know, for a year, but it was a one-year deal. It's not going to hurt you on the cap, and you were hoping to insulate him. Perry, of course, we know what happened. Taylor Hall's done for the year. Now Seth Jones is out. Um, that's what makes it more difficult right now, Pat, is there's not – like, Nick is an unbelievable guy, and maybe he can help him, but – I never think you want to lose as bad as you have, but injuries have probably made this season going to go maybe worse than they expected it to be.
0: Yeah, no question. I mean, this was a thin team to begin with. I like, just like you said, I like the initial plan for Bedard bringing in Taylor Hall, former number one overall pick who knows what it's like to play with high-end talent, who knows what it's like off the ice to deal with what comes with being the number one pick uh, obviously, that doesn't work out. ACL surgery done for the year. Lucas Reichel got a shot, another uh, first-round pick of, of the Blackhawks. He's just f- trying to find his way in the National Hockey League. He wasn't ready uh, to be the, the winger with uh, with Bedard and with Khrushchev. And, and so now, plan C has been Anthony Bavillier, who they picked up from Vancouver a couple of weeks ago, and well, it's gone okay. Uh, I don't think you can expect Bovillier to solve all the the, the problems that that uh, plagued this the, the top uh, line. But uh, you know, at least he has the speed. I, I still think they're missing, you know, a puck retriever, somebody who can can create time and space for Connor to do his thing, and and somebody to you know accept a, a net front presence. Uh, that you saw a bit with, with Corey Perry uh, before he left the team. So it's um, it's it's all about finding that left winger for Bedard, and right now I don't think that player's on the roster.
2: Yeah, well, that's fair because, you know, you look at a lot of the numbers that Sport Logic has, that, you know what, uh, Bedard's doing a lot of great things. He's bringing the puck in the zone. Obviously he's the guy who's transporting all the time. He's, he's not blessed with many finishers right now. And if no. you if you look at kind of where they're going to go here in the future when, when they build this team is, you know, they've got all these draft picks, Pat, but now the pressure is going to be that they've got to hit on their draft picks. You can't just say, hey, we've got a lot of picks. Picks are great if you have them, but then you got to turn out.
0: Right. And I, I think, you know, we're going to see some in the World Juniors coming up here over the next few weeks on display. You mentioned Korchinski. I think he's been uh, – just everything that you could expect from a from a top two defenseman early on in his career. Uh, it's unfortunate that he's not with the team on this trip to Edmonton. I think so far they have done a nice job drafting, and they have stockpiled picks for the next couple of years. Yes, now you have to start hitting on them, but I, I think the uh, the ingredients are there and the um, the way that Kyle Davidson has gone about it he's trying to build down the middle i think they need to get bigger down the middle trying to get large defensemen and you'll see them on display tonight with Glassic at 6 foot 6 and uh, Crevier at 6 foot 8 as a, as a pair together so you know i i like what the way he's built this team thus far and at least his philosophy and Luke Richardson has been fantastic for this young group. I mean, he's getting as much out of them as you could expect. And uh and you, you talked about, you know, leadership with Kane and Taves gone. Uh eventually, you know, they didn't give the C to anybody this year because why would they give it to Seth Jones or whoever and then take it away and give it to Connor next year or, or the year after? So They're going with the the A's on uh, a few jerseys right now with Connor Murphy and with Seth Jones and with Nick Foligno. But Nick Foligno has been the leader of this team. Before he even put on the Blackhawks sweater, he invited uh, Connor Bedard over to his house in Chicago, and he ended up playing mini sticks with with, uh, Nick's kids uh, all night long. He's the guy that uh, helped Navigate uh, Bedard through. I thought just an absolute circus whirlwind to start his NHL career. You go to you go to Pittsburgh, Boston, Montreal, Toronto, and Colorado. All road games, basically all nationally televised games. The media circus was in each building, as if it was getting ready for a, a game seven of a Stanley Cup final, and Unlike years past, when I've watched the Blackhawks cope with stuff like that, you've got Kane and Taze and Seabrook and Keith and Sharp and whoever handling the media chores. It was just 18-year-old Connor Bedard with every microphone and camera pointed at him, and he handled it fabulously. So um, I, I can't say enough of what I've seen on the ice. It's been as advertised, maybe even more, considering the surrounding cast. But I'll tell you what: what he has done off the ice, it just it makes me feel like you know the the next generation label that we put on this kid. I I think it's it, it's it's rightfully in place because I just think he's he's the all around player and person that you want representing your organization.
2: Yeah, and that's totally valid. As uh, Pat uh, Boyle joins us from NBC Chicago. And, uh, you know, Pat, what about a guy like uh, Lucas Reichel? Now, there, you know, there's a first-round pick. Uh, granted, later on, first-round pick, who's a little bit older than Bedard. And he's kind of, uh, you know, been struggling to find his way a little bit. And, you know, I, I think sometimes the risk of, of being on a team that's rebuilding for young guys is your confidence can get, you know, evaporated rather quickly. And, and then it's hard to get back. Where, where do you, what do you make of Reichel? And would they be better off just letting this guy, you know, Miami-K to just get comfortable in the American League for a long period of time?
0: Well, you know, they, they tried that. So, like, two years ago, he he got um, a, a cup of coffee with the big club. And then last year, it was start of the season with the team for a handful of games didn't have the confidence, Set him down to Rockford where he was a point-per-game guy for most of the season. Then they brought him back up for like a 20-game stretch, and he kind of found himself a little bit. I think he had like eight goals. Uh, he was, you know, half-point to uh, nearly a point-per-game guy uh, over a, an 18-game stretch. And it, it looked like, okay, you know, they, they may have hit on him. Uh, But this year in a second – you know, they started him at center. I think ultimately he's a winger in the National Hockey League. And so he lost confidence out of the gates being a second-line center against some really tough teams. Then they they tried him at wing with Bedard. That didn't work. Then they finally scratched him about a week and a half ago, and then Luke brought him back on the fourth line and trying to work his way up. And he's actually taken some steps there, he's a little more responsible away from the puck, and um, you know. So, I, do I think he would uh, benefit from going down to the AHL? Sure, uh, but right now I think they're they've got the luxury of of basically you know dressing an AHL-ish NHL team, and they're uh, they're trying and hoping that Lucas finds that confidence at the National Hockey League level.
2: Uh, hard to uh, hard to find, for sure. So then wh- what do you think the, the strategy is going to be? I guess, up. can you update me first of all on Athanasio? How long is he expected to be out?
0: He's been out with a groin situation for uh, the better part of three weeks, two and a half weeks. Um, he is just getting back on the ice, so... He's not with the team. We're looking, I, I would think, at least a week or so away from, from him returning. So, you know, in essence, you lose Taylor Hall, Corey Perry, Andreas Athanasiou. You lost three top nine forwards on a very thin offensive-minded team, you know, of already thin offensive uh, team, and you've been trying to replace them with the Beauvilliers and – and guys that you're calling up from Rockford, so it, it it really was kind of a stretch where you lost three players in a matter of two weeks, and they just don't have the resources right now to plug in to those spots. So uh, it, it's going to be tough sledding, and uh, you know, on paper, tonight looks uh, looks daunting to say the least from the Blackhawks' perspective.
2: Uh, they've got guys like Jason Dickinson, uh, 2.65. I-, I think he will be a guy that lots of teams would be interested in the trade deadline. Uh, you know, Nick Felino, Beauvillier, Tyler Johnson, even if teams were interested. We know that the Hawks will retain salary, uh, t- to make it, it work. Um, you know, maybe even Zaitsev uh, potentially, and you mentioned Mrazic. Like maybe even a team looks at him as if they're looking for a for a backup. Are you expecting them to to want to move all those guys, or, or is a guy like Felino somebody that they'd rather he- hold on to and, and maybe re-sign again next year?
0: Yeah, you know, because they lack the leadership, and uh, I-, I could see them wanting to hold on to a Nick Felino and 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 actually, you know basically uh overpay for him to to stay in town and he's kind of relishing a different role that he obviously had in Boston I mean he's wearing about ten different hats uh in the Blackhawks dressing room compared to being you know a role player who uh was you know sometimes scratched in Boston uh you mentioned Jason Dickinson he's been the brightest spot amongst the forward group he's already matched his career high in goals. I could see. He's somewhere between like a Sam Lafferty and a Brandon Hagel. You know, he's like – he's he can play up and down your line. He's good at the dots, uh, responsible in all areas, and he can put the puck in the net. I could see a lot of teams interested in him uh, at the trade deadline. But this team also has to at some point stop being sellers because you're going to start stunting the growth of Bedard and – Maybe you're stunting the growth of Reichel because you don't have players to go and play with those guys. Like, I'd like to see Jason Dickinson play with Bedard. I know the third line for the Hawks has been the most productive over the last two weeks, but I would like to see them try, uh, you know, there's only limited options, but, like, Jason Dickinson is somebody I'd like to see go on the wing with Bedard and Kershev and see if if he can uh, inject some life uh, into that top line. The numbers for Bedard, the home and road splits, I don't know if you've seen, they're, they're drastic. On the road in the 14 games, he's got nine goals, seven assists. So he's been fantastic on the road. At home at the United Center in 13 games, just two goals and five helpers. So the, uh, the road has been a comfort zone for Bedard, and now they just need to find that linemate for him that can take it to the next level.
2: Well, that's you know, it's a good sign for him because usually it's harder to score in the road because you don't get the matchups Yeah, you, you
0: would so, think, right? Yeah. With the yeah. matchups and all that, it's, it's, it's funny how it's worked out so far. Yeah.
2: Pat, we appreciate it. Uh, enjoy the game tonight. We'll see you at the rink.
0: You as well. Thanks for
2: having me on.
3: Market.